November 26th. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7, through chapter 5, verse 14. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given gifts to each of you from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Manage them well, so that God's generosity can flow through you. Are you called to be a speaker? Then speak as though God Himself were speaking through you. Are you called to help others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then God will be given glory in everything through Jesus Christ. All glory and power belong to Him forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through, as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad, because these trials will make you partners with Christ in His suffering. And afterward, you will have the wonderful joy of sharing His glory when it is displayed to all the world. Be happy if you are insulted for being a Christian, for then the glorious Spirit of God will come upon you. If you suffer, however, it must not be for murder, stealing, making trouble, or prying into other people's affairs. But it is no shame to suffer for being a Christian. Praise God for the privilege of being called by His wonderful name. For the time has come for judgment and it must begin first among God's own children. And if even we Christians must be judged, what terrible fate awaits those who have never believed God's good news? And if the righteous are barely saved, what chance will the godless and sinners have? So, if you are suffering according to God's will, keep on doing what is right, and trust yourself to the God who made you, for He will never fail you. And now, a word to you who are elders in the churches. I, too, am an elder and a witness to the sufferings of Christ. And I, too, will share His glory and His honor when He returns. As a fellow elder, this is my appeal to you. Care for the flock of God entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. Not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your good example. And when the head shepherd comes, your reward will be a never-ending share in his glory and honor. You younger men, accept the authority of the elders, and all of you serve each other in humility. For God sets himself against the proud, but he shows favor to the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and in His good time He will honor you. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about what happens to you. Be careful. Watch out for attacks from the devil, your great enemy. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for some victim to devour. Take a firm stand against him, and be strong in your faith. 
Remember that your Christian brothers and sisters all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering you are. In His kindness, God called you to His eternal glory by means of Jesus Christ. After you have suffered a little while, He will restore, support, and strengthen you, and He will place you on a firm foundation. All power is His forever and ever. Amen. I have written this short letter to you with the help of Silas, whom I consider a faithful brother. My purpose in writing is to encourage you and assure you that the grace of God is with you no matter what happens. Your sister church here in Rome sends you greetings, and so does my son Mark. Greet each other in Christian love. Peace be to all of you who are in Christ. When we step back and take a look at this world, we see beauty. We see tall mountains that reach the highest altitudes. We see great bodies of water that cover most of Earth's unsearched surface. We see deep valleys that divide one mountain from another. We see man-made inventions that are results of hard work and creativity. Above all, we see people. The most beautiful of all creation people. Yet with all this beauty in the world, we still see great sadness, vast hatred, constant war, abundant evil, unexplainable pain, poverty, division, terrorism, and oppression. What is there to be thankful for? We can be thankful for our health, family, friendships, freedom, home, education, clean water, food, and employment. But what about those that don't have these things? What can they be thankful for? And what if all these things we have today were taken away from us? What then would we be thankful for? Is our thankfulness based on what we have here on earth? Or is it based on something much greater than ourselves? Something eternal? Something that you don't lose when you die, but you gain. Something that cannot be taken from you because it goes on forever. Your life. That God crafted out of the love and goodness of his heart and wrapped it in a perfect and eternal purpose. That can't be compared to the pain experienced in our earthly bodies nor matched to the beauty we see in this world. We can be thankful for the breath of life that makes us the living beings we are. That we don't just walk the surface of this planet aimlessly with nothing to look forward to. But we exist to forever experience over and over again the grace, love, and joy of our Creator, Jesus Christ. Let's be thankful for everything we have here on earth. But above all, be thankful for our salvation and for what is yet to come.